Welcome back to the Ace and Swiss podcast. We discuss all things sports in the Bay. I'm Ace. And I'm Swish. And today, we have a loaded episode for you. Swish, we are witnessing the short amount of time each year where each sports season intersects. We're in the middle of the NFL and college football seasons. NBA preseason is coming on, MLB Divisional Series are going to start, and the WNBA Finals are on Sunday. And today, we're going to discuss baseball's best of five round series, where we have some very intriguing matchups. In the National League, the Braves and Philly square off in a very dynamic matchup, and the Dodgers will try to avoid being embarrassed in the NL playoffs against the Diamondbacks. In the AL, the story of the year Baltimore Orioles will face the Texas Rangers, who crushed Tampa Bay in the wild card, and the Astros will face one of their former cornerstones going against Carlos Correa and the Twins. Let's start with the Braves and Phillies. While the Braves are the most complete and best team, they got a bad match against the Phillies here. Swish, who do you have for this matchup? This is probably the toughest to pick. And to be completely honest with you, I just want to watch this matchup and see how it unfolds rather than make a pick. Before... Just the sake of making it, the Braves might have some trouble with the Phillies, especially with the banged-up pitching rotation, but their offense from top to bottom may just be too good for the Phillies to handle. Atlanta is familiar with Philadelphia's pitching rotation, and I believe they're going to be focused and refreshed off the rest they got and will beat the Phillies one way or another. Nah, man, the Phillies are going to repeat what they did last year and beat Atlanta. I don't trust Atlanta's pitching with their health a severe Question mark. And unfortunately, I think they're out of the playoffs again. What about the Dodgers and D-backs? The Dodgers, although Arizona might give them some trouble. The Dodgers should be focused and ready to not lose in the NLDS once again. And they're simply a better team. And as long as Clayton Kershaw doesn't choke in game one and give the Diamondbacks belief, I feel like they will ride momentum and win this series in three or four games. Yeah, it's the Dodgers, obviously. The D-backs just weren't good enough during the latter half of the season to justify me picking them. Okay, moving on to the American League. Who you got for the Orioles and Rangers? This was another tough series to pick, and if you want to watch a good series, this is another one for you. This will probably go five games, and Baltimore has home field advantage, which means something since the city of Baltimore should pack stadiums after seven years of Sapar baseball and not being able to get into the playoffs. In addition, I think Kyle Brady starting at home two times against the Rangers is a good matchup since he's been so good at home and against the Rangers this season. In addition, I think Baltimore can produce enough home runs against a team without Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer to win this matchup in five games. The bullpens are likely to determine who wins this series, but I feel like Baltimore's rotation will come in with rest and good momentum stemming from a good month in September to be able to slow down the Rangers' offense. I've got the Rangers' ace, whose experience will certainly help them. And outside of Radish, I think the Rangers' deep offense can give the Orioles some real problems, but we'll see. That's definitely a close series. And then finally, 
Let's cover the Twins and the Astros. Well, Ace, the Twins may be confident in playing loose after breaking their playoff curse, but I think their offense production may be stunted playing against two of the best pitchers in baseball, Justin Verlander and Framber Valdez, at least two times. And what is the Twins' weakness, which is breaking balls, plays the Astros' strength. So I feel like that, along with the Twins, only like getting one start from Sonny Gray, will play into the Astros' favor. Moving away from the analytical side of this, though, I can see two scenarios. The Twins, led by uh, revenge-seeking Correa, get off to a fast start and ride momentum to beat the Astros, who have never really clicked this season. And then again, the Astros may show that they're still a formidable team and beat the Twins with their pitching and hitting attack. But I think, but trust my gut, the Astros win in 4 or 5. I agree. Let's move on to some predictions for NFL Week 5. We already have one matchup played, and that was a good one for you, Swish. The Bears finally, I mean finally, won. Well, Ace, well, I still hold my considerable disappointment at us losing that Broncos game, which, considering the Commanders win, would have made us 2-3 and three and not 1-4, which is a major difference. Man, it feels really good to get a win, especially to win it for Dick Buckus, the legendary linebacker that passed on Thursday. Justin Fields has not been bad during these past two games. He's shown me that despite some mistakes, turnovers, we can still believe him. But I feel like at the end of the season, at least we have to get rid of Matt Eberflus and hire Eric Bieniemy or someone that can facilitate Justin Fields' growth as a quarterback like Shane Steichen did for Jalen Hurts. Agree. You guys are still actively sabotaging Justin Fields' future at the moment, but we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Anyway, to kick off the Sunday slate, my Buffalo Bills are coming to Jacksonville's second home, London, to destroy them and continue their rampage of terror. Swish, you made a good prediction last week by picking the Bills over the Dolphins. Will you be on the right side of history this week? Well, Ace, objectively, the Jaguars have the advantage of adjusting to the London time zone more than the Bills, considering they've been in London for two weeks. But I think they get beat down by the Bills here, as Buffalo becomes presented in two major Florida cities. Look, Jacksonville has played a very mass schedule and haven't been elite in those games, so I think they get a wake-up call playing against a balanced, really good football team in the Bills. Trevor Lawrence will have to play elite to keep up with Josh Allen against such a good defense, and I'm not sure he can do it yet until I see it. Therefore, I think the safe pick is pretty easily Buffalo here. Wow, Swish. I can't believe it. Two times in a row. We'll see how long this streak lasts. Do you think Cincinnati will be able to get back on track against Josh Dubs and the Cardinals? Well, they have to, or they're in some major trouble going 1-4. Joe Burrow's health is in question, but I believe the defense will be able to stop the Cardinals, lock in, and the offensive line can face a formidable matchup, not against an elite pass rusher. That will limit the need for Burrow to scramble while he's trying to Shake his cow hand. Agree. Do you think Nathaniel Hackett will be able to seize revenge against his former team in the Broncos? I think the Jets win if Zach Wilson played the same way he played against the Chiefs. Despite some mistakes, he proved to be worthy of the spotlight and had some really good moments against a really good team. After cooking the Bears, it seems like Russell Wilson may be able to get back on track, but he will face a much better defense against the Jets. And I think 
that contribution pushes New York to the top, considering the motivation factor as well to do it for Nathaniel Packard. Finally, for the headliner of the week, who you got? Dallas or San Francisco? I know this is an unpopular take, but I feel like Dallas will shock the world and beat San Francisco. Dak Prescott, I think, will be motivated to play against such a good defense, and I think Dallas will smother Brock Purdy and its playmakers. Overall, no matter who you pick, Dallas and San Francisco is just an amazing matchup. Playmakers will match up against great defenses on both sides, and I'm predicting a close game, but I think the overall difference is coaching. Kyle Shanahan will be better than Mike McCarthy in the Sunday night matchup. All right, enough football. Let's move on to the dummy NBA final, which will commence Sunday in a five-game series between the two super teams, the Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. Swish, this series is basically a toss-up. Incredibly difficult to pick, but who do you have for this matchup? I feel like the Aces are going to win. As the Liberty do not have the guard defense necessary to stop Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, and Jackie Young at the same time. That's a good pick, Ace, but I've got the Liberty on this condition. Sandy Bondello agrees to finally utilize their bench, which is the real asset the Liberty have in the series. The Aces, missing Candace Parker and facing injuries, can only go about six deep, but the Liberty have multiple bench players they can rely on outside of their star-studded lineup. And it's difficult to play a five-game series relying solely on six players, and I think the Liberty can take advantage. Also, they need John Paul Jones to have a really good series, chasing down offensive rebounds and taking advantage of the Aces' non-elite interior defense. If that happens, then I think the Liberty have a real shot, maybe greater than the Aces' chances at winning this series. Are we sure that that's going to happen for the Liberty, though? They haven't played their bench a ton during these playoffs, and I'm not sure that that's going to change going toe-to-toe with the Aces. That's fair, Ace, but I have a feeling Brianna Stewart will also prove why she's MVP and struggle off her shooting struggles from the preliminary rounds of the playoffs and have a really good finals propelling the Liberty to a championship. All right, let's wrap up this podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed. Make sure to drop a follow on this podcast or else. Peace.